0: And welcome to Take 10 with Dr. Jamie. I'm Milton Glick, and for Ron Aaron, our guest today, as always, is Dr. Jamie Heisman, nationally known psychotherapist and expert on caregiving, and the co-host is Carol Zernial. She is an, the executive director of the Well-Made Charitable Foundation with over 25 years in aging and caregiving, and she has picked an excellent topic uh, to talk to Jamie about today. Carol, take it away.
1: Well, it is that time of year, Milton and Jamie. Uh, it's almost the holiday season. And so this year is going to be so different. Holidays can be challenging when you're a caregiver. Now you're a caregiver and it's COVID. Uh, so, Jamie, do you have any advice for those of us who are caregiving, trying to take, keep it all together for the holidays
2: I do, Carol. It's not one that anybody wants to hear, however. But thank you very much for teeing this up. You know, we're a community. This is happening to our community called Earth. Um, this coronavirus is is an issue which finally is either going to expose us all that we are aware and can transform and take a village for all of us to to help each other and you know wear masks and social distance. But when it comes to the holidays, you and I, Carol, for over the years have worked with seniors. Have had all this sort of canned, wonderful ways to deal with the holidays, you know, how to deal with your loved ones, if they have Alzheimer's or, or Parkinson's, how to deal with their caregiving. It's all changed now. It is entirely changed. Now it is a CDC sort of informed um, event. So if we can get in our minds that we are actually uh, not have to be perfect, not to be Superman, that we are totally out of, uh, out of our league when trying to control this virus and be humble realize this is going to be a totally different Thanksgiving and a totally different Christmas and be creative and innovative, then we'll start getting our arms around what's ahead.
1: So when you talk about being creative, I, I hear you saying a couple of things. One of those is this year we may not all be together in person. Uh, and maybe that's something that me as a caregiver, you know, I, I, I look forward to that, those holidays during the year where my family that maybe hasn't been helping me or I haven't seen a lot of is going to, at least we're going to have that face-to-face interaction. So what do you suggest if I we can't get face-to-face?
2: Well, you know, this is a virtual sort of thing. I mean, we're right now, you know, I, I was traveling around the country. I'm sure you were as well. And I'm doing what I actually used to do now from a dining room table. And, and so we're actually trying to get used to this concept of Zoom or Skype or WebEx or, or, or teleconnections or, or whatever way connects us to others. And so I would think that first things first, uh, I would say get with your family, get with your loved ones, you know, vis-a-vis uh, telephonically um, if you will, if loved ones are challenging, emotionally challenging, and I had somebody'll deal with, um, get a third party engaged in these conversations and try to make it an uplifting, sort of powerful, innovative way of how does this family, the Smiths, the Jones, the you know, whoever Rodriguez get together and say, Let's all make something innovative using Zoom, using Skype, using all this and we can't get together. Obviously we have to be aware of, of our grandparents and our and our parents and all of us, but um, we have to be creative. And I would think the kids, is a great bonding intergenerationally, and the adults and the seniors could have a lot of fun. But I think you got to get in front of it right now, and you have to get in front of it with a positive
0: attitude.
1: You know, I recently, um, our family recently celebrated my father's 90th birthday. Uh, And my sister took your advice about the technology, but she did a really great job. What we realized is that it was very difficult for him to interact, you know, Mm. like with the Brady Bunch, nine different people online all at the same time. And so what we did was set up a time throughout a a three-day period where different members of the family got on a Zoom call with my father and we're able to have a one-on-one conversation with him and that worked so well he was able to enjoy a bunch of different people who if you'd put them in the same room together would not have had anything in common except for us um, and so these were good conversations that we had it was planned in advance it was spread out over multiple days so it wasn't overtaxing uh, and it worked really well.
2: Wow, Carol, you know, that's inspirational. I know your family. and I know your family will come up with the right solution. Um, I wish all families could kind of do that. But you're 1,000% correct on this. You know, less is more. It always was, even before COVID and holidays, you know, when we especially deal with neurological challenges of our loved ones um, and putting all family together as if we're throwing everything against the wall and dealing with those emotions. Less is more then, but less is more now. And what you just said about your dad and and the anxiety it is when you have to get online with all these people, I really believe you need to, to look at this in a very sort of, comfortable way. You have to be in a kindness, compassionate way. You have to take your loved one, like we as therapists have to start where the patient is at, not where we think they should be at. And you're right, Carol, when you're anxious, you know, your brain, like your father's, looks out for predictable and familiar sort of activities. And that allows our nervous system to relax and gain regulation. But if you had everybody on that session, you know, talking and screaming, you did it great. Obviously, I, I'm not surprised this is your world, but... And uh, I'll let you speak and tell our caregivers even more about how you're dealing with your family.
1: All right. Well, I, you know, it's really what you said. Um, you know, sometimes we tend to like to wing it. You know, things will work out. or We just got to have faith. Uh, and sometimes that does not get us through. <laughs> I know I've had a lot of faith yeah. in a lot of things in 2020. And sometimes I get an un- unpleasant <laughs> surprise often. So this is 2020, don't take it for granted, Um, and and you have to be proactive, and and I think maybe if you could share a little bit about expectations, because those are always cropping up in the holidays.
2: Absolutely, Carol, I think I should see that one, Deb, because it's so true. We say in the psychological world, in everybody, I I think whether you're a layperson or you're a clinician, expectations are always the seeds of resentment. I'll say it again, expectations are the seeds of resentment. So if we literally are looking at the future, okay, one foot in tomorrow, one foot in yesterday, you're forgetting that today that that has been provided to you. That's a present, that's a gift. Expectations should be eliminated. There should be no expectations. There should be pre-planning, yes. There should be sort of fun ways of looking at things, innovative ways of looking at it. But you really should look at it, not with the expectations of what yesterday was, but you should look at it in terms of planning. What can we do today? I have no expectations. This could be fun. Let me wing it. And to do this, again, we all know that you, again, have to take your oxygen first. You have to, if you're a caregiver. Right now is the time. If you have a therapist, stay with a therapist. There's telebehavioral health. Take care of your mind, your body, and your soul. That's the only way. And your spirit, which could be a faith-based connection or a regulation connection. But realize that exactly what you said, you don't need expectations. Be
0: here now. And one of the things, too, um, that I've seen, I I do another show here, and I've talked to uh, some different uh, folks, and it's interesting, with COVID and virtual, um, they notice that there's actually some pluses that have come out of it, and it seems to me that doing this virtually, as long as you've planned it, and I like your idea about the expectations and the planning, But there may be some pluses. You may be able to get people that that haven't seen each other, that couldn't come in normally. Um, So there might be some pluses that that come out of this as well.
2: I knew why you're here now. Because, you know, everything happens for a reason. (laughs) God, I hope Ron feels better. I love him so much. But you just put your finger right on it, right there. You may find out some cool things that this family will adopt. Look at this as new rituals. Because everything is going to change. This new normal will uh, subside, but it won't be the same. So honor, cherish what you're about to do on uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and look at the innovation, and allow it to be a bonding experience.
1: And I've got something else to add that's a positive on this. Think of the calories you're going to save. It's not going to be about the food and the big meal this year. Um, So enjoy what you do have, but you don't have to have 3,000 calories.
0: That's a good point. Hey, and I thought of another idea. This, this, Carol, because if you're doing this on Zoom you can record it, and you can save it, and everyone can see it, and you can save it for, for everybody. Tell stories, uh, share uh, share people's lives.
2: Yes, or you can bring it to your therapist. I would love to give myself and <laughs> my patients at any given time. That's perfect <laughs> clinical grips for the mill. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm waiting.
1: <laughs> That's right. No blockbuster movies, but I've got my family at Thanksgiving. <laughs>
0: Guys, thank you so much. We've we've got to go. Another great episode of Take 10 with Dr. Jamie. We're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Carol, doing a great job as well. I'm Milton Glick. We'll visit with you next time on Take 10 with Dr. Jamie.